0: welcome to life and lemonade the podcast this show is about sharing the stories of incredible people in our community and about how you can navigate your own journey by understanding how others have navigated theirs i hope that you find inspiration courage and peace in the stories of our guests so that you can make the best lemonade your life has to offer this is life and lemonade welcome to life and lemonade good how are you going big oh, up great thank you for joining
1: yeah 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 no doubt no doubt
0: <laughs> welcome to dream hollywood's page and life and lemonade
1: Ah, oh, nice thanks for having me it's our vibes
0: yes yeah. so as i was saying you know i told them a little bit about what life and lemonade is about um and i know you may have seen us doing some stuff before but essentially it's it's about connecting with people in the community that we think um have a perspective on life and about the human experience and, and stuff like that um, our last interview was about music and the healing of music and I think we're continuing with that kind of vibe today um, and of course you know reggae music is like goes to the heart of social consciousness and social commentary and you sir are being labeled the reggae revivalist like new school contemporary reggae artists so grammy nominated you have over a million subscribers on um spotify a month so yeah. congratulations to you for that um yeah. i want to touch base with you why why reggae music though i mean you're from jamaica but there are all different types of music there why get involved with reggae music
1: um i just started l- trying to do music whatever like um Whatever came to my mind, so I started, you know, dancehall music as a child, and I really got into hip hop, mm-hmm. and then I found, you know, I I I realized that reggae music is at the core of of hip hop and dancehall, yeah. and um, and you know, I, I do reggae music. People label me as a reggae artist, but if you listen to my music, you'll see that it's not traditional. It's 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 very new, so. You know, music comes out of Jamaica, they just say reggae or dance, but there are lots of different um, things in between that. So my music is just, I'm just making the music how it sounds in my head. So sometimes it will come out sounding a bit more hip-hop, sometimes it will sound not traditional, but it's like, I don't really like focus or too hard about, oh, I do reggae music or I do this. It's just the music how it sounds in my head
0: right and for you is it like a well true i know you say it's like a blend of hip-hop r&b soul and that kind of thing you can definitely hear that that is not traditional um but a lot of your music talks about life in general it talks about like what's happening um and so is that like a spiritual thing for you is it like a? it does it fall into the genre of the music like how do you get to your message
1: I think for me, it's just therapy, you know what I mean it's like me literally trying to make sense of things that are happening in my head or in my life, and the music mm-hmm. is a way that I get to um to express it, mm-hmm. so it's like it's firstly communication to myself mm-hmm. and giving me the messages I think I need mm-hmm. and then then it's like thinking about perspective it, my music basically is what i will sit and and think about mm-hmm. and then especially of late i'm not as again like that's why as a as a reggae artist you're pigeonholed to certain topics like this is supposed to be your view on this this is what you need to speak about and this whereas with me it's like very it's whatever comes to my head and whatever is bothering me so if i'm feeling a bit jealous about yes. something I speak about it if I feel that that's whatever. I try to keep myself honest with my music. Mm-hmm. Hey, bless up Jimmy October. What you mean, Brig <laughs> Jimmy? Of course. I do. In the house. <laughs> yeah. yeah
0: man. Um so are you Rastafarian
1: One second. The the reason why I don't I don't stay with labels is because that means something different. There are 137 people on the live now and it Mm -hmm. means something different to all of them you know what i mean so i really don't get into i am this or i'm that i've learned a whole lot from his majesty and pattern my life off lots of his examples and teachings and i also do that for many other like different principles so i I try to keep myself fluid and just always be open to um to different things you know what i mean but Rastafari has been a big part of my of my um, big-up agent, Sasko, yeah. A big part of my upbringing and a big part of um, the way how I see and approach life.
0: Right. And the reason I ask you that is because, you know, it's easy for everybody to assume that anybody coming out of Jamaica with your aesthetic is, and singing reggae or what to them sounds like reggae is Rastafarian, you know. So I'm it glad labels We're obsessed yeah.
1: with labels in life are obsessed with labels in life it's like are you vegan are you vegetarian are you this are you that it's like I'm I I, I'm one of those people that are very I just do what I feel when I feel it and um Mm -hmm. try not to to define myself because once you define yourself it's like you're saying okay this is it this is me this is the the peak of what I'm gonna be and um right And I can't move forward. So I try to keep myself like open to learn new things and to be able to even change the way I feel about something back in the past, you know.
0: Yeah, somebody said human first. And I like that. I think it gives you the opportunity to continuously evolve, you know. Um, So what is a revivalist? What is is, is that?
1: (laughs) You know how that came about? My friend Dottie Bookman. Who got his name from the jamaican slave that went to haiti and started a revolution there Mm -hmm. he's a historian and um an author as well go check out his work Um, he was like you know when he searches on on the internet when, when when i was just coming up like about to like make it or whatever and a bunch of us he was like when he when he wants to find out about the Harlem Renaissance, all he has to do is go and type in Harlem Renaissance, and he'll see about everything that was happening in Harlem in the 30s, 40s, whatever. And he was like, we need something that when people 20 years from now or whatever, just like want to find out about what was happening in reggae music in this period, he's like, you know, he realizes that we don't have a there's not words, there's not defined things, and he always says that it's always people outside the culture that come in and name name the things and, um, and put the definition of it. So he was like, he doesn't see what's happening now as a renaissance, because he, he thinks that, you know, Bob Marley and the 70s, 80s, what he would call a reggae renaissance. Right. So he was like, this feels more like a revival, like mm-hmm. something that was there already, but it's being revived. There Was a lot of backlash on it because, from I guess, the older heads saying that old oh, reggae was never dead, so can it be revived? And I always said that you can't revive something that's dead <laughs> anyway, it's dead, it's dead. So it's just, it was just more of a making it fresh and um relatable to um our generation, and mm-hmm. it took off, and it was a big part of up to right now if you go online and you say reggae revival you'll see you'll see protege you'll see chronics you'll see Mm jenna and it's just something to you know something for the media to use to um to bring like you said labels we we need it
0: you know um we need it to understand life i suppose you know so um but this new school of reggae that you just described right Mm -hmm. you guys are like moving like wildfire Right? And yeah. you're bringing a lot of energy and a, a lot of vibe and a, a lot of life to reggae music again. Like, are you, what is What is your feelings towards that? Your this new group, new
1: school. I feel awesome. I feel, by the way, your lighting is so much better than mine. Trying to, trying <laughs> no, you're good. I'm trying to get that glow that you have right now, you know?
0: <laughs> this is a I... LA light.
1: <laughs> ah, that's our word. Big up, Che, inside the host. I think Che is who hey introduced che. me to you. Actually. Yes,
0: yes, we met through Che. Um, I think in in Trinidad.
1: In Trinidad, Trinidad? yes. When I and hosted, had, I brought I, I, you on
0: for the show, the the reggae show. Was that when it was? I think
1: it could. When be, I hosted I, it, yo, your outfit that night, by the way, like we need to see some some. We need like you need <laughs> to the bring <laughs> bring it back to the timeline please you know what i mean but um we were data twins. I, th- I think we met at um was it the hyatt
0: probably was the hyatt
1: but who knows a know? while
0: ago but yeah but bless up che for that yeah.
1: but yeah i feel positive about the movement for sure i mean like just think about what's happening people always try to highlight the negative or be mm-hmm. like oh you know this and that but it's like when you think about the music that's happening you see the, the 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 strides that people are making you know what i mean it's like if people are asking about the lighting you know what I mean? guys
0: legit i'm sitting in front of my window this is <laughs> this is the la lighting it's 80 something outside i don't know but thank you mm-hmm, i suppose
1: <laughs> <of course. laughs> well yeah i'm happy i'm pleased to be a part of something very very special that's happening right now yeah myself chronics we see what coffee has been doing amazing we see what um leilas is doing Savannah, mm-hmm. like everybody that's really doing great right now and it's countless countless artists that are putting jamaica music on the map and keep doing it and um
0: i'm right. just
1: i just always wanted to be a part of something special you know what i mean right. so and, and just to have a group of people that are you know striving towards the same goal is really a really a vibe
0: so i want to ask you like you sing a lot about you know like i said you sing a lot about life what do you think is the goal cuz as a musician you see everything right you you're almost like a psychologist a historian all of that the way that you you write and put it into your music so what do you think is the goal of this human experience or the truth what is the commonality that comes out as you travel the world and you see all different types of people? What do you feel is like the number one goal of this human experience?
1: Um, I think for me, what I've been kind of coming to come into is that it's really about the, the way we treat other people. I feel that the human experience is teaching us to see ourselves in each and everybody you know, to have compassion, to have empathy, to to understand that that you're looking at yourself in 7 billion different versions of it. And that's what I try to be focusing on. Like, how do I deal with people? How do I treat people? How do I treat people that are kind to me? How do I treat people that are mean to me? How do I, treat people that are less fortunate than me just trying to connect with people and it's really difficult because we've been programmed to be against each other a lot Mm -hmm. and to be very judgmental of, of of each other and to to point fingers and i think that for me the human experience i think i've learned the most by trying to be trying to see myself in each in in everybody and try to treat people how i want to be treated listen I, I really think if we treated people like how we want to be treated this this experience that we have having in the in the world would be a completely different um experience yeah. Yeah. so i try to strive towards that
0: no that's amazing and it's true um but we have to get past that thing called the ego uh, <laughs> you know we have yeah. to get past that thing called the ego because sometimes. Or ego tells us that the way we treat other people is how they want to be, how they want to be treated, or some level of respect, which may not be considerate of them and who they are. Um, but I feel you a hundred percent. The way that we service other people, the way that we take time to be compassionate, to be empathetic, would definitely change the human experience. For
1: I sure, the ego is a thing and the, the male ego is a separate thing on itself <laughs>
0: oh that's a whole, <laughs> that's book a whole by itself. <laughs> yeah that's a
1: whole other thing so but um it's a learning experience and you have to give yourself time to understand that you're not going to get it overnight and you you can never stop learning you can never stop right. improving and you can't be too hard on yourself you have to you're gonna make mistakes you're gonna make bad decisions you're gonna cause pain to people Mm-hmm. you're going to experience it yourself and you kind of just have to say you know today is a new day and another opportunity for me to be greater mm-hmm. and um mm-hmm. try you have to just try so i see yeah, you saying sorry I'm, I'm like interacting with people this is yes, in the flesh. <laughs> it is yo. um
0: i want to say hi to leela too i saw her earlier um yeah. uh shouting out so hi guys hi my caribbean family
1: yo do do we i wonder if people really understand the power that we have as caribbean people i don't like, know you do know we, gee we set every trend we set <laughs> like we like the, the world revolves around the caribbean you know what i mean it's not a jamaica thing it's not a trinity thing it's not a bayesian thing it's like a a caribbean thing and i always say that i think there may be 36 somewhere between 36 to 38 million people in the caribbean and i mean living in the caribbean not to mention the diaspora and i mean like anything we get behind as caribbean
0: Mm -hmm. blows Mm -hmm. up you
1: know what i mean so it's like i really love to there's a lot of
0: history there's a lot of history in the caribbean too because when you think about it and it's interesting that you brought this up you know history starts in africa right and then and then the world expands to the west but the midpoint between even the U.S. and all that is the Caribbean. And that was the stop point between Africa and the U.S. Teach, and so, teach them the history. <laughs> and so a lot of culture, a lot of music, a lot of fashion, a lot of that has been filtered through the Caribbean. And we are melting pot of everything. We are a melting pot of all cultures. And so I feel like... The the power also is in the fact that I feel no separation between you as a Jamaican and me as a Bajan or Trini. a Trini, you know.
1: True. So,
0: no, you're right. We have a lot of power as as Caribbean people, and when we own it, is yeah, when man. you know, <laughs> sell up. So, um, I wanna I wanna ask you about your own experience. What is what for you is like the sweetest joy as a musician? if you had to narrow it down to like
1: any one thing that's very very hard because i enjoy every part of the experience of Mm -hmm. most of it when it comes to just the artist music part Mm -hmm. but i think the one thing i couldn't do without is performing to people Mm -hmm. because that's my release that's that's me getting my tension off is like as Jay Electronica said, I pack up all my sins and I wear them to the show and let them go, let him go, let them go. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like that's the part to me where it actually gets me to to, to, to give out all my frustration, to, to see this to see the impact it's having on people. When right. you're doing a show and you look in the crowd and you see people smiling, crying like looking at each other like looking at me like just soaking up the experience there's there's really no feeling that i can equate to that in life it's like very very special and um it allows you to connect with people and i do music to connect and to share so i would say that my favorite experience is um is being on stage and 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 seeing the impact it has on people Mm
0: -hmm. And I want to ask you this. You always say, I've heard you say this several times, you know, like your mind can be influenced by people, but nobody could take your heart away from you.
1: Yeah. You say that all
0: the time. Tell me about that's, that.
1: That's it. You know what I mean? Like the heart is yours. Like I think um, there's this, that, that concept to me came from one of my favorite books of all time. Probably my like a book called Sufferings of Young Werther. Mm-hmm. and it's you know it's an 18th century 18th century novel and um he speaks a lot about stuff like that and the heart is the only thing that is yours you know what i mean like any knowledge that you that you pick up in this world somebody else can pick that up but your heart is your own that's the only thing that is your own and i i try to um i try to give it what it needs i try to i keep it precious. i try to take care of it the best in the best way that i can Mm -hmm. and it's a thing that brings me my inspiration and when my heart is not when my heart is suffering it's like the rest of me goes with it you know i so i try to make sure that that's my my daily thing i try to keep it and um
0: i ask you that and i like that because even for us at life and lemonade like i have this thing where i say that our lemons are a secret sauce right yeah and i think it's important to say that and to bring that up because as human beings, we're always looking to someone else, right? Or for guidance, or we're looking, we comparing ourselves to somebody else. And our internal experience is a very tumultuous one. Like it takes us a very long time to, for self acceptance, right? But if we start by believing that our heart is special and our life is special, and the things that come up in our life, that's unique to us is what makes us special then our self-acceptance would come quicker our self-love will come quicker and then love in general to the world i feel will come quicker so i like yeah
1: big 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 facts that yo trust me go ahead mm -hmm, tell me no 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 go ahead
0: (laughs) no so i was going to the next question uh, I was Ready. gonna ask you <laughs> the next question. Um, I know people come for music, but I come for the soul. So um, yeah. no, 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 again, no
1: music, right? If I don't want music, <laughs> sign off, right? Right
0: now, you're reasoning. No, no
1: music today. We're <laughs> just a whole of vibes. And that the thing too is like sometimes when I go and I like I'm gonna go give a talk somewhere and they're like sing something, sing. I'm like you know like I'm not singing today. It's not the only thing I do. It's like if you're saying both goes to have a talk somewhere, they're not gonna be like, Yo, run, let's run see you, you know what him. I mean? It's like um we're here to hold a different vibes and um
0: Not and- only that. I like to get behind the, I like to get in the mind and the heart of the person that is doing the art because that is what brings the art out. That's where that's, that's the essence of why all of that is good, you know, of, of why the expression is good. So I like to get into the mind and the soul and why you think because the way you do your music is different from how other people do your music. And that's, from, that's your point of view. So if you don't get your point of view, then how are you going to connect, right? Yeah. So I want to ask you, what is your ultimate dream through your music?
1: Um, What's my ultimate dream? Yeah. I don't know if I understand exactly what you're asking.
0: So everybody has like this big picture kind of vibe.
1: You so know, strictly, it might not be any
0: one thing but
1: strictly in terms of my career in general i mean in terms of my music it's like um i'm really i'm gradually getting to where i've always wanted to be you know what i mean so it's like right now i want my my biggest goal for this decade was to get a label deal mm-hmm. where i could sign with a sign a label deal with a major and have a platform to give artists to come out and that happened basically This year. In no yeah, well, November two thousand nineteen. So like <laughs> one month before the decade and that was a decade long goal for me. So when it happened I was very, very pleased about Congratulations. That. Thank you. That so was much. major
0: RCA record deal. Yeah, it's like. a, and Savannah. Yeah, and <laughs> Yeah, it's
1: a mad thing, man. And um so that and then just to I, the thing is I don't wanna I'm not going to, I don't think I'm going to be one of those people that is doing music forever. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. like I've been doing music and I love doing it, but there's, there's so much, there's so much time and, 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 um, that you have to sacrifice from everything else in your life to make sure you're doing this at a high level. Mm -hmm. And it's like, my main thing is keeping my music at a high elite level and never... Faltering, and then when I see that I don't have the time and energy to keep doing, to going on tour, to spending 150 days on the road, then I'll I'll step away from it at that level. But my goal for music is just to help and facilitate making Jamaican and Caribbean music again one of the premier things globally. Mm-hmm. Because, as I said, the Afrobeat, the reggaeton. The pop everything really borrows from our from our feel and I, I want to make sure that our music is highlighted to, to that level.
0: So outside of that, I'm glad you touched on that. Outside of your music, who is Protege? What is it that we would not know about you?
1: Um <laughs> I don't know. it's really hard for me to say things like that. Like I it just depends on the day. Like, if people know, like, people see me and I'm very chill and calm, whatever, mm-hmm. and then it's like people who know me well will know that there's a whole other side to me. Like, I'm, um, like, like just, just out of control, you know what I mean? Just, just very free, very free spirit, right. very spontaneous, very, like, Wild in my actions, just just very free and just wanting to enjoy life and mm-hmm. not be like held to like certain standards that people would think that I need to be like. So I have very thick skin as well, so I kinda just do what I want to do and um don't worry about people's perception of it mostly.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And
1: um but who am I is like you know, at the end of the day, trust me, it means I simply you come from St. Elizabeth, Santa Cruz. Um, I'm, I wasn't supposed to be here. I'm not supposed to be an international reggae artist. Nobody from where I am, like, makes it doing that on a level. So I'm just grateful that I'm here and just love people. You know what I mean? I, I like to be around people that um that, um that can show love and just appreciate that and... um. Yeah, I don't know. It's a weird, weird thing for me to answer.
0: No, that's fine. That's cool. Um, so, how did you exactly get started in reggae? How did that start then? Because you say people from where you are don't make it.
1: So, I moved to Kingston. I moved to Kingston, and I started a sound system, and with my cousin who is also like a huge reggae um, dancer producer, and we we did that for a bit. I went away, lived in Canada for a bit, lived in Mm -hmm. Miami for a bit. And then I decided to come home and dedicate my life to my craft. Mm -hmm. And I gave up. I was in a very serious relationship at the time. And I kind of had to make a decision like, am I going to go and focus on being in a relationship? Or am I going to go and try to make it in my career? So I had heartbreak channeling me i'm not fueling me and i was like i gave up i gave up something very serious for this Mm -hmm. and i i i can't miss i can't make it lose, and i just got back and I, i my mom was helping me out in life like i was living at her house and she told me that i have one more year that i have to make it in and if i don't make it in that year then i'm gonna have to find something else to do with my life because she can't help me anymore and um although i think she would have given me some more time but it does <laughs> happen in about 11 months into that year i got my first song arguments that was started to do good and then mm-hmm. that just kind of launched my career off mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. and then you did four albums and i don't know if you noticed but all four of your albums make reference to time
1: yeah yeah for sure for sure i'm obsessed I'm obsessed oh, yes. with time. I'm obsessed with time and trying to slow down time and trying to manipulate time, trying to make the best of my time because it's the only currency you can't get back. That is the currency. That is the key currency is time. Like, like you know what I mean? Like who amongst us doesn't want to feel like the sun on our face for for one more day? You know what I mean? It's like mm-hmm. time is the thing that we... That's the most important thing. Yet is the thing we take for granted because we always say you have to live every day like it's your last. But do we really though? Mm. Do we really? I don't think so. You know what I mean? So it's like I make I make all my albums make reference to time and I may continue with that trend.
0: No, oh, it's vibe. Um, so I want to ask you now that we're in this time because this is a yeah. new time. Um, yeah. You know, this space that we're in in life right now and everything is on pause
1: everything my life life is is... on pause your life is on pause it's crazy yeah
0: so what have you have you gotten any downloads during this time like from life itself any what downloads like anything comes through like any major message come through during this time because now we have we're home and we have a lot of time to think you're not touring as much as you you were before traveling as much as
1: you were so now you're sitting in place Yeah. I think, I think, yeah, many, many things. I think right now what I'm going through is understanding that, um, I'm not in control of, of my life as much as I'd like to think I'm in control of my life. Mm -hmm. I think I have to understand that, um, life is really unpredictable and you can't even just focus on one thing in your life because, Mm -hmm. You know, if I was focusing only on music and, and then music is taken, I have to understand that even my music can be taken away from me. My career yeah. can be taken away from me. Mm-hmm. We live in a world where separate and apart from what's going on. You know, if the president of the United States say, no more Jamaicans to America, no mm-hmm. more work permits, I can't tour. And it's like, it made me think that you can even do the right things and do the right plan, have the right attitude and the world can just be like no it's not gonna happen and that kind of makes me like there's some fear Mm -hmm. but like i'm really and then the next thing i'll I'll use that to jump to my next point main thing is that i don't want to be fearful of anything anymore like we spend so much of our lives just being afraid and Mm
0: -hmm. and
1: and worried and 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 concern and i get it now but just when you make your life decisions are from fear Mm -hmm. it's it's always a bad way to start so those are the two things that really been sticking out to me about just understanding you're not in control and understanding the acceptance of that Mm
0: -hmm. and just
1: trying to do the best that you can with with what you can and when you can and um it's love and hate and as i say you know fear jealousy all of those things come from hate Mm -hmm. and then it's love so it's like trying to do that but it's you know it's obviously it's easier said than done because we 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 are programmed to have fear and Mm -hmm. i think that's that's what's happening now
0: oh a hundred percent and and a lot of what has been coming out during this time is fear it's it's like a lot of fear mongering and that's you know that's what the news is telling us and so we have
1: to listen sorry sorry but i have to talk about this they, a pregnant a pregnant um 23 year i don't i don't want to say her age maybe maybe that age and um died here two days ago because she was gonna give birth and she was at the hospital and obviously she was going through pain and they were saying no she's short of breath
0: Mm-hmm. Whatever it might be, the cold mm-hmm.
1: right, and it's in a hospital by the way, and they they had they took her out and she went to two other hospitals couldn 't get treatment until she died. She died giving birth, and that was fair, you know what I mean first of all you're in a hospital, so mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. if there's
1: any place where a sick person needs to be that's where it is, mm-hmm. but it's fair it's like, oh my god, it's going to happen, and we have to and I understand it's a, it's a deadly thing, and people are dying, but it's like anytime there's the the whole thing is running off fair we're gonna be in a disaster Mm -hmm. and i think we have to try to move away from being fearful of things you know
0: and you lose sight of humanity as well because that's what happened to her and it's very very unfortunate you know um and i hope eventually something is done about it or at least the government looks into that because four hospitals i think rejected her and you know and there's no
1: there's there's no getting back her life, you know. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Unfortunate. So switching gears, right? Um, I want to go to something light. I I ask people these questions in my interviews all the time, like you know, just just light, fun stuff, right?
1: Yeah, I need so... some fun. Let's go.
0: <laughs> Can we talk real soul hunting? So I mean, and we kind of touched on this, but what is um? what tell me tell me something about you like a quirk that nobody would know unless like they lived it to you or something
1: um i don't know i have so many um i don't know what to say what would your mother
0: say for sure this is oj growing up that Um, still remain the same today
1: I hate attention, like at my birthday parties when I was a child, I'd be very sad. I wouldn't want to cut the cake. I would like, why is everybody looking at me for like, why are everybody staring? So my sister would have to cut the cake for me. And like this weird stuff like that, it's like very, 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 very against attention. So my mom would always say to me, how are you going to do music if you hate attention that much? But that's something that I don't think people will as much know. Know about me, i have very very like weird things, but they're not coming up to me right now. Maybe <laughs> they'll come up as I talk to you, but like,
0: no, that's cool. But you choose a career that puts you completely in the opposite of what you, of what you like.
1: Right, but the thing is, when I'm going to a show, when I have, when I'm on something like this, when I um, when I am protege, when I'm out there in that mode, mm-hmm.
0: I can, I, I've
1: learned. I've learned how to channel it and love it, but when I'm having dinner, Mm -hmm. I don't like attention. I don't want, I don't want to be, oh my God, there he is. I I don't go into a room and be like, yo, Medea, I know you are be loud. I like to go in and talk in and just Mm -hmm. be like, not noticed, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But then there are times when I've actually got used to the attention and being an artist. So it's like, if I know I'm going to go out and I'm just gonna get in my mind frame, all right. I'm gonna be in my element tonight and I'm gonna accept the attention and the love that comes to me. But a lot of the time I'm like, yo, just, I'm good.
0: So I have three more questions for you. You know, we have a lot of time on our hands, right? And I don't know if same for you, but I see everybody snacking on things. What's your favorite snack, like go-to snack to eat?
1: snack i like i like this thing called the better chip a beetroot um um it's don't don't be making up your face like that go buy it's called the what's
0: it chip. called
1: it's called the better chip
0: the better and, chip okay
1: and it's um it's um the beetroot flavor i love savannah put me on to it
0: mm-hmm.
1: um i like i like raw cashews and almonds and cranberries and i make my own mix with it and i'm Mm -hmm. i don't know if juices clarify snacks but like i i make somebody come to my house once a week and do all natural juices so like carrot beetroot um green juice mango apple o t t apple like i'm really big into juices and smoothies you know what i mean well you're
0: the healthiest snack i ever come across Yeah.
1: (laughs) yeah people be cussing me when they come to my house and be like yo this does look healthy you know what i mean so it's like it's a, it's a vibe but i love my smoothies i make my smoothies and i put dates in there and almonds and it's a vibe it's a vibe
0: that's nice man so going out um I wanted to ask you about Lila and Savannah because that was a big thing for you, right? Um, and you invest a lot of time into your label and into them. So where are you guys going now? What happens after Corona? What are we going to see?
1: Holy, holy, holy p- we Me and Lila are supposed to be on tour right now. We had um, 20 shows together. Mm-hmm. All canceled. Savannah was going to join us for four. And, um... You know leela has a project coming out in about two weeks Mm
0: -hmm.
1: yeah called the experience and um so you know her song i spy is doing awesome as well Mm playlist on one extra doing good on spotify youtube savannah is about to drop her single in in june i i'm gonna drop new music next month i haven't told anybody yet so you're the first to know and 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 this live so yeah new music (laughs) from me next month and Right. All the projects are basically done. And we're gonna try to get back on the road. If 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 we can I don't think we will be able to travel and do tours for the rest of the year actually. Right. Mm-hmm. But I want to do a live stream concert where full band, big stage, everything, lighting, a bag of thing and like maybe do a live stream where people can come on. Not on this, like, IG live, like something right. in YouTube where you can get camera angles and everything and you sign on and and watch us perform i'm thinking to do something like that to um to um involve the people who support our music and get them a chance to be excited
0: yeah i feel that and i appreciate that um so we run uh, you know we're running out of time here and i just wanted to ask you to leave us with something that is on your heart something that you you feel like you want people to know, and to feel, and to think about, and meditate on, or reason on, as we leave this space?
1: I think I think social media is taking out the um, human element, um, th- th- like taking out humanity out of the way we see things. You know, we don't, when when you, when you used to bully somebody in school, I never did, but when people bully people in school, you would even maybe see them cry or something and maybe a week after or a year after you, you you remember them and you'd be like you know I remember that person was hurt by what I did them and maybe it helps to change I think no we don't get to see the impact of what we have or how we treat people anymore everybody wants to be a comedian everybody mm-hmm. wants to to laugh at other people's expenses everybody wants to to judge somebody they wait for you to make a mistake you know what i mean like mm-hmm. right now i know people will be like oh my god i love protege He's this and he's that and you you say something that's taken out of context and the whole the whole world is like yo you're this you're that yo a long time so it stays like it's like you want to see people fail and you want to see people go through an experience and pain and mm-hmm. i just feel that right now we should really really be caring about each other more it's such a simple concept it's such such a simple thing care for other people understand what people are going through not be judgmental of other people understand that life isn't black and white and that's just my main thing i've been thinking about and i and i want to impart to people just understand like people are out here trying to be happy and trying to make their life meaningful and we go about it in the wrong ways at time but none of us are perfect and everybody in this life has done some trash shit in their life before everybody me you everybody Mm -hmm. has done some real trash shit and it's like and it's like um i like i like when people come into my life and like try to talk shit to me it's like so amusing because it's just funny to me because
0: it's like why would you choose to do that like i'm like i'm
1: living i'm living i'm living rent free in these people's head and it's like and this is part of the thing so i like when this happens because it's part of the example it's like like you're gonna you're gonna stop your day to come in here to to find a way to try to say something to have an impact on me and like I'm not the one because, like, it's so meaningless. <laughs> it's funny. And and, and if you're going to try to, like, disrespect, you have to be more original, guys. Like, go watch some Dave Chappelle or Eddie Murphy or something and try to find a way how to insult people. But was, it's,
0: the, it was the point, anyways? Like, why would you I come here? Even if it's something <laughs> that doesn't resonate with you. Like, you know, you come in and you feel like you you don't have the vibe or whatever. Just, Just go. Leave. <laughs> Just leave. Just do your thing, like... We don't business, we hear we doing our thing because this is what we're doing. But you know, it's it's true. It's just like take time to just take the hate out of your heart. Like that is you know, heavy. Trust, trust that me. Is time consuming, how much energy you had to have?
1: I don't know, I don't know, but <laughs> but it's just part of what I'm talking about. So we just have to try to just be be kind and um caring to other people. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Bless.
0: Thank you for sharing this space with us. I hope that somewhere along the way, you find value in the stories of our guests that opens your hearts, inspires you, helps you uncover your own truth, or simply provoke deeper thought in your lives. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts on YouTube and follow us on Instagram. Join us here next time for another episode of Life and Lemonade. Until then, wishing you love, light, and possibility. Thank you for sharing this space with us. I hope that somewhere along